0: This week has been intense. Um, There's been a lot going on. Uh, But we, we are okay because we're here and it's all good. The world has not quite ended. It is not quite over. We're still in the race. Let's do this. the May Queen in your eyes, gifted by the gods, early, eagerly unwrapped by your earnest hands with poppies in my hair and your love in my heart, but truthfully I am 27 beads of amethyst, held in place with snowy silver, that you wear on your wrist, February born and full of bliss, you imagine me in a role I have learned to perfect, playing the prefect of the parade. Pulling summer towards springtime, pure as sunshine. Climbing up the tree of time to edge closer to your history. Tempted to a throne that requires revision of my existence. I reign from your knee, being everything you need. Sending sweet pea cupcakes to all my competition, so I can keep my crown until the day I die. We should start as we mean to go on. So go ahead, let me sleep in your head. Let me under your skin. Begin the best mistake you'll ever make. Drink poison from my veins, vainly staring at our love that supersedes everything we've ever seen. Because we are exceptional, essential, life-changing love. And I know that because you look at me like I am the magical May Queen. you talk a lot about murdering people for a guardian reading pacifist but um <laughs> I, I i promise i will not murder anybody in the pursuit of love not that you guys will know about anyway um no 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 seriously um i i certainly am not growing sweet peas in my garden to be able to poison people um oh god Yet another episode where I'm going to end up on a watch list. And we're not even five minutes in. Um, but, you know, <laughs> uh, it's fine. I hope that you guys will break me out of prison if it comes to that. Um, you can start at like, a justice for Jennifer hashtag on, on the Twitter. That would be very, very grateful. I'd be very grateful for that. And I would... I would definitely not give you poisoned cupcakes to thank you. I'd give you something that wouldn't kill you. I, okay, I, now I've got to say it. I'm not going to murder anyone, I swear. I promise. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, but I was I was kind of looking at, um, you know, this kind of idea of, like, this kind of mystical, strange, almost symbiotic kind of relationship um, that had these kind of, Really sort of terrifying aspect um, and I just so i was I was thinking about midsummer again. I talked about that a little while ago, the movie midsummer and so I was thinking about that kind of imagery you know i i actually I don't really remember. Sort of experiencing that whole kind of Mayday thing in in the UK, really. Um, I I don't think it was really a thing in the South. I I don't know if anyone else does it. But I, I really kind of got... Sort of fell down a rabbit hole researching it after I saw the film. And I was so interested by the imagery and things like that. And so I decided I wanted to write something about it. And all I had was i'm the may queen and i didn't really know where to go from there and i just (laughs) so i just kind of had all these other ideas that kind of came up along the way and and of course it ended in cupcake related murder uh, which is very on brand imagine if i like release a recipe book in a few years and nobody suspects a thing and it's really just a cover for me to murder all the people trying to steal my relationship like wouldn't that be fun no not for oh god okay yeah again just to reiterate not going to murder anybody i promise it had been christmas since late november You'll remember that I was nervous but knowledgeable, talking about the bodies on the bottom of the blue and brown, as we watched the winter lights reflect on the rain's mother. I had swiped and swiped until it felt just right, and by that I mean my hand and my heart had been tired so I retired into awkward app small talk with you, because fuck it, you'll do, and I agreed to meet for coffee and conversation on the south bank. It should be noted that I don't like coffee. I began to wonder whether my body would join the circus of corpses, and whether I'd mind the selfie that I'd mandated my mother to provide to the news being displayed in full view. Because as lovely as I looked, being lovely and lost in the wayward waves of the River Thames would be extremely inconvenient because, well, I'd be dead, so I couldn't enjoy the attention. It should be noted that I don't like being murdered. I began to regret my mention of the many mischievous murders that began as beautiful moments well-meaning lonely nights losing their spark in the darkness of drowning dancing with dolphins to the sound of sirens paranoid, I pondered how the night would end for me and whether I'd put the whole idea in your head in the first place it should be noted that I don't like swimming I actually can't I stared into the eye of the skyline applying coat after coat of lip balm as your coat buttons gossiped with your hands about their plans. As it all turns out, you just hoped to take me home. I'd have preferred the murder, to be honest. So, apparently, there are lots of bodies that get pulled out of the Thames. Which really makes the many times I have... Sat and just stared out at that river. Quite creepy. Um Because, I mean, Jesus, what's in there? I mean, I'd always been a bit suspicious because it is quite murky. But I really just thought that was the air pollution, honestly. I thought it was just like a joke when people said there were bodies and stuff in there. But I've actually... I've been doing some research. And holy shit. I mean... I. It's very upsetting. It's very very upsetting, and I don't. I I think I talked about this before when I, I I read something about how I was in Gravesend down by the ferry. And, if you're skeptical, skip ahead a few minutes. But whatever, I I felt like this presence, and it's very spooky, and it felt like something bad had happened and now knowing that there are a ton of bodies apparently at the bottom of the river thames makes me think well maybe i was right and there really was uh somebody trying to let me know hey you know murder ahoy you know and <laughs> so i just sort of started thinking well what if somebody decided to murder me? I do genuinely get that feeling every time I go on a date. I think, well, what if they're trying to murder me? And because I live in the South and a lot of people, like, we, you know, will agree to go up to London and it'll be nice. Everyone loves London, right? But pretty much all the time when you go on a date to London, at some point you'll end up at the South Bank walking down the river. um, And I don't know. So it kind of makes me think. Well, are they taking me here so it's easier to hide the evidence when they horrifically kill me? Maybe, but actually, I think I think it's just there is some kind of motorbike nonsense going on outside. I don't know what that is. Um, but anyway, yes, I think I think it's because it's romantic. I suppose looking at the the river and all the the lights and because um, when the that poem is sort of set sort of around. Sort of Christmas time when the Christmas lights are up, but to be quite honest with you, London is very sort of flashy in that most times of the year. um so I suppose walking down the river does feel very romantic, but it can also feel a bit like you're sort of the opening scene of one of those sort of murky crime dramas where you know there's a cop and they've got a bunch of personal problems, but they've got to solve a murder. You know what I mean? Um, So, (laughs) um, I actually, I often think about what would happen if I suddenly died and I didn't have time to prepare. I know for a fact that if, like, if I disappeared or I was murdered or something, I know that, you know, my mum, she has pictures of me that she loves and she put one of those on the news. And I'd be like, no, mum, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> Use one of these, for God's sake. But I mean, can can you can you be like a missing picture on the news if it's like with a Snapchat filter? I don't know. Um, if there are any journalists listening who know the answer to that, please get back to me and let me know. Because I might need to put some intel into my will and and, you know, see what I can do about that um i have oh god they're back oh what if they've come to murder me <sighs> no it'll be fine um I <laughs> I a couple of years ago i did actually like organize some stuff for if i die um i i i got about as far as doing the playlist for my funeral And as I mentioned previously on the show, mentioning that if anyone cremates me, there will be hell to pay. Um, But that's really it. I I guess in a way I'm kind of thinking, well, if I plan all these things out, isn't it like tempting fate and saying, look, she's got it all organised. May as well just kill her off now. So, you know, but but if I don't do it, then God knows what everyone's going to do like what what if what if my mum uses an ugly picture of me on the news what if they play ed sheeran i mean that was it was a tweet i saw the other day that actually made me think about that specifically this guy i can't remember the exact wording of the tweet but he basically says like the basis of it is, is what if they play ed sheeran at my funeral shit like that gets me you know what i mean and that's why i made the playlist and it's on my phone it's on my icloud and i've got like a little document on my computer and that's sort of as far as my will goes at this current time. Is this is the playlist I want played at my funeral, and don't you dare cremate me. I. <laughs> so I mean, um, I mean, should I plan for these things? Like there are some people, and they they like, they pay into funeral plans and shit like that, and I'm just like, ah, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I hope that people say nice things about me. You know. But like genuine. Genuine things. Like I don't want like a bunch of people that don't even like me now. To be like. Oh. She was such a great person. I loved her so much. Because I'm just going to be like. Lurking around as a ghost. Like bitch you thought. Really? Mm, I don't know. Um. But maybe that'll be my excuse the next time i go to some kind of family event and they're like so how's your love life and i'll be like look i'm not trying to get murdered i can't go on dates i I will be murdered it's not gonna happen i'm staying single for for self-preservation you know (laughs) because i'm not out here trying to die (laughs) um but i i should stress nobody that i've ever been on a date with has actually tried to murder me at this point so you know, points for them for not being murderers. Are you looking for a platform where you can have your voice heard? Find your home and find your voice on Rumble, the brand new video platform where you can share your thoughts, express your passions and find like-minded people and creators. Download Rumble from the app store or visit rumble.me to find out more. In this house we stand democracy because democracy is very good um i actually spoke a couple of weeks ago about how i felt very grateful to live in a country that had a pretty good uh good handle on that but as always happens the government are at it again lads and it's all gone to shit so <laughs> uh boris johnson our beloved Twat of a Prime Minister has now confirmed that he will be suspending Parliament for a month, which limits the time that MPs have to to essentially scrutinize and um deal with his plans. So basically he will, it makes it easier for him if he wants to, which it looks very clear he does, to force the UK out of the EU, regardless of whether we have a deal in place or not, regardless of whether preparations are ready or not, on October the 31st. Um, So basically it means MPs have less time to try and stop him from throwing us off a cliff potentially and i mean so quite a few people have been very clear that this is not great uh the speaker of the house said it was a constitutional outrage um there are protests happening up and down the country um Because people are pissed. Um, You know, basically what this means is... He's essentially fucking with the way that parliament is supposed to work. So he can get his own way. Which is not... It's not democratic. It's just not. (laughs) Um, I mean... It it limits the time that people will have to be able to express what their constituents want. It limits the time that people will have to look at what's actually going to happen. It's just... It's just insane. I mean, he says that the reason he's doing it is so that he can you know get started on his priorities which are apparently the health service education and policing but i don't think that anyone's really buying that i really really don't i mean (laughs) he's just so full of shit like everything he says is such nonsense i just Um, so what he's planning to do, he's setting the date for a Queen's speech and the opening of Parliament, which basically restarts Parliament and sets off a new session, um, which normally happens, you know, every year. But it doesn't normally happen halfway through a session. It is not normal to do it halfway through. And there is no real need for him to do so. Realistically speaking. Um. So... Anything that was currently on the way through Parliament is is cancelled, essentially. Um... And everything basically starts new and it's just, it's irresponsible, it's reckless. And it's not in the national interest. It's not what's good for the country. It's what's good for him, because it means that he can just force through whatever he wants. Nobody has any time to scrutinise it. Nobody has any time to look at what he's actually doing. Nobody has any time to try and stop him if what he's doing isn't in the national interest. He can just do what he fucking wants, basically. And that is not the way that a prime minister should behave, I mean, I know that that's basically a pointless thing to say when it comes to Boris Johnson, because nothing he really does is the way that a prime minister should behave. He's a fucking moron. But for God's sake, hes you wouldn't think he'd be so blatant in his nonsense, right? I mean, and one of the most frustrating, frustrating parts is there are a lot, of important things that are on the way through parliament at the moment that essentially will just be kicked aside so he can do whatever the fuck he wants one of the really important things is the domestic violence bill um, which a lot of people have worked very hard on and it it was a priority and now it's probably going to get mugged off so that Boris can play dictator or whatever he wants to do And it's just, I mean, I was, when it was announced, it was like, I was surprised, but I was not surprised. Because this is the kind of thing I would expect from him. I just didn't expect him to be so blatant about it. You know what I mean? I thought he would at least have, I don't know, just, I guess, the decency to at least wait a little while before he started being a twat. You know what I mean? I I don't know. Um but people are mad at Boris. There's protests all over the, the country. Um people online, uh, there's been things trending about it for days of people, you know, being angry and upset about this. Um people are angry at the Queen as well. Um <laughs> I mean because the the Queen approved the prorogate the the proroguing of Parliament. She approved that. Um, Boris requested it. She said yes. I guess in fairness to her. She didn't really. Realistically have a choice. I mean. I suppose on paper. Yes. She could have said no. But in the real world. It just wasn't realistic. It wasn't going to happen. Um, which is frustrating. For people and i feel that a lot of people are now questioning what is the point of having the monarchy um because one of the major arguments that a lot of monarchists have made for why having the royal family is good um there's always the obvious one oh they're good for tourism um but the other one has always been you know they are there to protect us if the government goes shit, they are there to step in and say no but realistically that's not gonna happen realistically speaking it's just it's not it, it, it just isn't and it hasn't now and I think there are some people that are frustrated because you know we are contributing to their life um and they are given every advantage and every privilege in life and then at the big moment when they're supposed to step in and do something they don't the royal family does not do anything and so i think a lot of people are frustrated about that um and i i think i'd be deeply angry about that too were it not for the fact that I honestly did not expect any better of them. I didn't think they were going to swoop in and and save people to be real. Um, So I guess you, you can't be disappointed if you never had high expectations in the first place. Um, (laughs) I, I mean, I do think that the, the Royal family is honestly a bit of a, tired tradition um i don't really care for any of them apart from megan i like her she's nice but the rest of them i'm like nah, you know because i mean they don't it's, it's it's whatever but i i understand why people are angry at the queen i get it um And I understand why people are angry with the government, too, because it is a huge abuse of power. This is not a respectable and sensible way to proceed. And he's not doing it because he cares about the country or he thinks it's the best thing for the country. He's doing it because it's useful to him. And... It's difficult because I kind of wonder where the solution comes from. Because the opposition parties are fighting amongst themselves for the most part. Um, and, you know, it's like, where where do we go from here? What do we do now? Um, so it's it's frustrating, you know, seeing a bunch of people that are supposed to be in charge because they are you know, supposed to be able to do this. They're supposed to be able to look after the people that are here. They are supposed to be able to lead. They are supposed to be sensible and, you know, doing what's best for people. And they can't. And now they've done something so selfish and so damaging. And it just it just makes you need to just sort of take a moment and be like wow is this real life what the fuck it's it's hard to take in i think and one of the most annoying parts as well is that many members of boris's crap cabinet all said they thought that proroguing was undemocratic and it was bad and that it shouldn't be done. And now all of them have just sat by and done nothing while he does it, because of course they did. Because I suppose having a nice ministerial car and having the extra money of being in the cabinet and and having that acclaim of being in government means more to them than standing up for what they believe in and doing the right thing. And I just, at, at this point, When I see that the Conservative Party are still doing okay in the polls, I just think, what the fuck? After everything, you know, after everything, the the absolute fucking mess they've made with Brexit, whichever side of the debate you're on, leave or remain, I think you can probably say if you're honest with yourself the tories have made a right mess um you know the the huge issues with you know things that you know vulnerable people have had to go through under under this government and the previous conservative administrations the the targeting almost of disabled people The older people in the country, you know, taking constantly, taking things away from them, the things that they need to support themselves, the things they need to live a safe and happy life, are just being taken constantly, all the time. Um, The huge cuts to public services, to the police, the health service, schools, just all of this. It's been constant since 2010. How can people look at them and think, yeah, fuck it, I'll have five more years of that. I just, I don't get it. Why? <laughs> I mean... I... I don't know. I, I, I... I just, I don't really know where we go from here, you know. Um, I mean, fuck knows what Johnson and his crap mates are going to do next. Um, And fuck knows what's going to happen, but what do we do? Like, literally, all the things that, that this country is proud of. Things like our democracy, things like our health service, our schools, public safety, you know, the way that we care for each other, they're all going to shit. And everyone is just like, yeah, I'll take five more years of that. Mm hmm, thanks. Like, why? Love yourselves. You are to me what princess diana is to the daily express if i could i'd stand in news agents showing shocked shoppers all the way that your majesty manifests making sure they never forget that some of us were lucky enough to share the planet with you for a few brief moments i would pull them close to the paper rack insisting to the point of incoherence that you were the very essence of elegance Insisting that I didn't cry alone when you said goodbye Because the world stood weeping with me As I dried all of our tears with a handkerchief Embroidered with your image My hands wet with ink and my loneliness I, like the Daily Express, am not known to exaggerate I promise Okay, so I know I said earlier about not really being a huge monarchist or anything not really being like hugely obsessed with the royal family but i like most people am an unashamed princess diana stan we love her you know because she 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 was different though she was hashtag not like the other royals you know um she had because i mean obviously most of the royal family they do like outreach work they do a lot of charity work but with a lot of them they feel very far away and you know like they aren't regular people i guess i don't know but i I don't know i guess diana had something different about her she she just seemed very very much like a normal person who just happened to be a princess i guess there's something very human about her um i i kind of get that same kind of vibe from from megan i think that's maybe why i like her so much but anyway it's as i'm recording this i'm recording it on the saturday um and it is the 22nd anniversary of princess diana's death and there are a lot of people talking about it on social media so i was just thinking about that and then it reminded me of a poem where i mentioned her so i thought i'll just share that um But the Daily Express are obsessed with Princess Diana. Like, I mean, everyone loves her. I've never really met anyone that didn't like Princess Diana. But they are obsessed with her. Like, for context, even on, like, important historical events where pretty much every other newspaper was talking about something important that happened they would post something normally quite mundane and random about Princess Diana, even, like, years after she had died. Um, Like, (laughs) during... um, It was on the the anniversary of the London bombings in July. On the first anniversary, pretty much every other newspaper posted... um, On their front cover some kind of tribute to the victims and things like that but the express had a front page about diana (laughs) when you know just just every opportunity they'll be like here's something about diana and it's like okay right all right then um so they have kind of got a reputation of being kind of obsessed with her and so when I was writing that I was kind of thinking you know let me let me try and find someone who loves me as much as the daily express loves princess diana and I still hope to one day find that kind of love as destructive and crazy as it may be <laughs> voice shaking the way my heart does when you approach, encroaching and invading on the safety of my single life, where my mind was mine. I'm reading thinly veiled things, trying to keep it casual so I can carry on creating an image where I'm intricately independent, insulated from the effects of your affection. But you are standing at the back, glistening in golden lights as I pour out my mind, pretending I don't mind that I am yours because you are mine it's kind of half about how nervous I get before performances and half about this recurring dream I have where I'm at a performance and I'm reading something and then the person I wrote about is sat there looking at me like hey bitch and I'm like not you Oh my god, um, and also it's kind of half about how I just feel really sort of some kind of way about the whole feeling a lot about a person and how it affects the work that I create. I know that that's three halves and that doesn't really make a whole. It makes like a one and a half, but I didn't. I I, I never said I was good at maths, so sue me. Um, but (laughs) I actually, I get really nervous before performances, actually. Um, and it's weird because I did a lot of performing when I was a kid and when I was growing up, and I, I don't remember feeling nervous, really. I just, I was very excited to always get on stage, and I, I was really that insufferable, you know, kid who... (laughs) who just every opportunity would just perform and and do something, you know. Um, And I never really felt nervous. I did a bit of, you know, that kind of stuff when I was at uni, but not too much. Um, And then when I started doing stuff again, I was very different because now I have all these feelings of like, what if they don't like me? What if they think I'm a, a bitch? What if what if they don't like what I'm performing? What if they throw things at me? Which thankfully has never happened, <laughs> um, but like when I'm waiting to to go up, I just always feel really nervous and really scared. Um, but then within like ten seconds, I'm fine. I think if I could just like not be present in my in my body and my mind for like that sort of pre-stage time that'd be great but realistically that's not gonna happen but (laughs) um but just the whole day leading up to it i'll just be sort of full of dread like oh my god what if it goes terrible um and then i i get there and it turns out i'm wearing for nothing um and also i don't think my recurring dream is going to come true because you know (laughs) <laughs> I I don't know. Um most most of the time when I write something about someone it's a long time away from them. So realistically I don't think that they would they would know and they would be keeping up with my life, I don't know. Um although I thought that and it turns out that some people do. Um, I I, uh, I got a text from somebody the other day, and it turns out that they they um, they're subscribed to my YouTube and they follow me on social media and stuff, and they're keeping up with what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, well that's hmm. I mean, I don't know when it's someone I know in like real life. It- I don't know, it feels invasive which is stupid because I'm here and I'm putting this sort of stuff out on the internet for people to see or to listen to or to read or whatever but then when it's someone that I actually know I'm like ew, what the fuck? What are you doing, stalker? Which is nonsense but but it's just how I feel, damn it you know, so <laughs> I don't know, Maybe maybe that recurring dream will happen in reality and well, I'll be sure to write an angsty poem and tell you all about it. Get the new album Sleepwalking by Jennifer Wong. Available now on iTunes, Spotify and all major streaming services and digital stores. Find the Deluxe Edition exclusively on Bandcamp and JenniferWarn.com featuring the new single, Calais and Dover. That's all for this week's episode, but you can catch me back next week or I'll be here with you and we'll talk about things and it'll be lots of fun um, <laughs> uh, until then though you can check out my website which is com. there's lots of fun stuff on there videos, audio stuff uh, links to where you can find my other projects um, you can support the show on Patreon if that's something that you have ever felt like you wanted to do uh patreon subscribers get lots of exclusive content and lots of early content um thank you to my patreon supporters amanda kylie melissa anna sam katie christina josie gabriella david and eleanor you guys are the bestest um you can also support the show with one-off donations on paypal or Coffee. the links for all of those are in the description Uh, I will be performing in London next month well well, technically when I release this it will be this month but I'm recording this still in August so basically it's on the 6th of September uh, in London at the Poetry Cafe so you can find the details of that uh, on my website and you can find that in the description as well Um, but until then and until the next episode I will See you soon. Good night, my love.